Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. Good evening, this is yours truly Andy Simakas with Dolphins Talk on the Finsider Radio Network. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about, including last Sunday debacle against the Cincinnati Bengals, a preview of this Sunday's matchup against the Chicago Bears, the latest Miami Dolphins injury report, and much more. We start off first talking about last weekend's debacle against the Cincinnati Bengals as your Miami Dolphins was winning the game 17 to nothing. But in the second half, the Cincinnati Bengals scored 27 unanswered points and ended up winning the football game 27 to 17. There's a lot to talk about in the game. One thing is the Miami Dolphins is winning the game 17 to nothing. How in the world is this team? team capable of losing that lead. You just had to hold on to the football. But no, the offense couldn't get the job done. Ryan Tannehill committed two turnovers, including two interceptions that were returned for a touchdown. 14 points was scored on the defensive side of the ball by the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Miami Dolphins couldn't do anything to stop the Cincinnati Bengals. I am embarrassed. Why am I embarrassed? Because once again, I wrote an article that was put on Finsider, on the Finsider website, about talking about the play calling. The play calling still makes me cringe. Why does it make me cringe? For example, three and one, third and one. It's obvious that you need to run the ball. But no, the play call was to throw the ball. It is mind-boggling mind-blowing that you're actually going to throw the ball on the third and short situation. You're setting up your team up for failure. It starts with Adam Gase. I wrote an article talking about head coach Adam Gase and about the play calling and how questionable his play calls are being right now after, let's say, five weeks. It's been uh, a cup of head scratchers, especially not knowing when to run the ball and not knowing when to pass the ball. It's leading your team into, let's just say, an uncomfortable situations. If you know that it's a third and one situation, you run the ball. But all the blame is not going to go on head coach Adam Gates. No, 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 no. There's blame to go around. Ryan Tannehill was drafted by your Miami Dolphins back in 2012. And what has he done? Mind you, I am a Tannehill fan. I supported Tannehill throughout the years. But there's a point where you draw the line on the sand and you tell yourself, as a supporter of Ryan Tannehill, you ask yourself, how much longer can I support Tannehill? Tannehill has been with the Miami Dolphins since 2012. I gave him a few passes when there was uh, head coaches being let go. There was uh, pieces, for example, offensive coordinators being let go. And for, for some sort of reason, Tannehill is not able to get the job done. Mind you, and I believe it has to do once he feels the pressure. You saw in the third quarter, once Tannehill started to feel that pressure, that Tannehill really didn't 
didn't really know uh, what to do. On that first interception, instead of throwing the ball, he dumps off the pass to his rookie backup tight end, and it bounces off his helmet, and it goes into the defender's hand, and it was returned for a touchdown. And then the second one, the same thing. It's just, we need answers. Miami Dolphin fans need answers because right now time is running out we'll be right back with dolphins talk with andy simancas on the finsider radio network because we're the miami dolphins miami dolphins miami dolphins number one yes we're the miami dolphins miami dolphins miami dolphins number one we are back with Dolphins Talk with yours truly, Andy Simancas, on the Finsider Radio Network. We've been talking a lot about the game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Your Miami Dolphins ended up losing that game 27-17 to after leading the game 17 to nothing in the third quarter as the Bengals scored 27 unanswered points and towards a victory. Now we're turning the page as your Miami Dolphins take on the Chicago Bears and boy is that gonna be a big game at Hard Rock Stadium as your Miami Dolphins will play the next two games at home first against the Chicago Bears and then against the Detroit Lions on my Twitter page at ACMancas305 that's S-I-M-A-N-C-A-S 305 the A at the beginning. AC Mancas at 305 is my Twitter handle. I asked a question. What would it take for the Miami Dolphins to come out with a win against the Chicago Bears? I got a lot of, let's just say, uh, some were good responses. The other ones were just uh, funny. So I asked a question on my Twitter account. I go, what would it take for the Dolphins to get a win this weekend. The first response was, I'll be there this Sunday, so we are good. So, now, it's, it's strange that I saw a Dolphins fan write that uh, Khalil Mack is gonna have a field day with uh, Ryan Tannehill. I don't understand that because you are a Miami Dolphins fan, but yet again, you write a sort of comment like that. I do not understand, but it is what it is. This guy writes, establish a run game early and beat the Bears with their defense. There's another uh, person that wrote, uh, getting Drake 20 plus touches. Use him like the Giants use Barkley, but that's just a dream. So you have that. And then you have more guys say, push up front, get the running game going, score early, and let the defense freelance a little. Quinn and Wade can feast if Chicago goes one dimension but here we go injury report came out earlier today and Cameron Wake missed his third straight uh practice so he has been listed as doubtful the injury report came out around I believe it was around 3 3 p.m let's say it was it came out actually yeah around three o'clock so 
Uh, here's a current injury report for your uh, Miami Dolphins. You have linebacker Chase Allen. Foot injury was limited on Wednesday, limited on Thursday, but practiced fully on Friday. He is listed as questionable. Also appearing on the injury report, but non-injury related was wide receiver Danny Amendola. He did not practice on Wednesday, but he practiced on Thursday and Friday. His game status is green light all the way. Defensive end Andre Andre Branch. Remember, Branch suffered a knee injury about two weeks ago, and now it looks like he potentially could play this Sunday against the Chicago Bears. He was limited on Wednesday, limited on Thursday, and he he was involved with practice fully on Friday, but he is listed as questionable. Also appearing on the injury report, and this has been going on for a couple of weeks, is tight end AJ Derby. He sustained a foot injury. He was limited on Wednesday, limited on Thursday, and Friday also he was limited. He's listed as questionable. Frank Gore appeared on the injury report, but is non-injury related. He didn't practice on Thursday, but on Friday, he practiced fully. He is good to go. Also, wide receiver Jakeem Grant, shoulder injury, limited on Wednesday, limited on Thursday, but was a full goal on Friday. He is listed as questionable. Also, defensive end. Charles Harris, calf injury. Uh, Wednesday, it doesn't show if he practiced or he didn't. Thursday, it doesn't show if he practiced or didn't. But on Friday, he was a full goal. He is listed as questionable. Here we go. Safety, Rashad Jones, who played last Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals. He has a shoulder injury. Practiced fully on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. His status for Sunday is a full goal. Cornerback, Bobby McCain, knee injury. Did not practice on Wednesday. Did not practice on Thursday, but was limited on Friday. But I was made aware by Joe Shad from the Palm Beach Post that Bobby Bobby McCain expects to play this Sunday against the Chicago Bears. Remember, at first when the report came out, they stated that he will miss two to four weeks. And it looks like Bobby McCain may be coming earlier than that. Also, safety, TJ McDonald, foot injury, did not practice on Wednesday, did not practice on Wednesday, but on Thursday, he was full to go, and Friday as well, he is listed as questionable. Also, regarding Bobby McCain, his game status is listed as questionable. Wide receiver, Devontae Parker, when will he play? He suffered a quad injury. He was limited on Wednesday, limited on Thursday, but was a full goal on Friday. He is listed as questionable. Following him is defensive end Robert Quinn, but it was non-injury related. He did not practice on Wednesday, but he practiced on Thursday and Friday. Following Robert Quinn, you got you got quarterback Ryan Tannehill. He is listed with a right shoulder injury, but he practiced on Wednesday. He practiced on Thursday, but was limited on Friday. He is questionable. Also. Laramie Tunsil, and that is a big 
piece of the puzzle for Sunday's matchup against the Chicago Bears defense. He is listed as questionable. He was limited on Wednesday, Thursday, but on Friday, he was a full goal, and he has been cleared by a doctor, so they... The Miami Dolphins expect Tunsil to be back this Sunday against the Chicago Bears. Also, of course, you know about defensive end Cameron Wake. He suffered a knee injury, did not practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and he is listed as doubtful. Also, wide receiver Albert Wilson. He is listed on the injury report, but he is good to go for this Sunday's matchup against the Chicago Bears. And that's the latest Miami Dolphins injury update. Uh, what would it take for the Miami Dolphins to beat the Chicago Bears this Sunday at Hard Rock Stadium? I believe the Miami Dolphins need to run the ball efficiently and give the football to Kenyon Drake and Frank Gore. Limit the turnovers. Limit the penalties. The offense of line is gonna be the key to victory having Laramie Tunsil back is huge for this Miami Dolphins football team needs a victory especially after losing against the New England Patriots and it definitely after losing against the Cincinnati Bengals after having a 17 to nothing lead in the second half and allowing the Cincinnati Bengals to score 27 on answer points the Miami Dolphins come back down here on Sunday in front of their home fans and their home fans are gonna be ready because they know how big this Sunday is because the Miami Dolphins need to find a way to win this football game and having Laramie Tunsil get cleared by the doctors today is big for the Miami Dolphins. We'll be right back with Dolphins Talk on the Finsider Radio Network. We're back with Dolphins Talk on the Finsider Radio Network with yours truly, Andy Simon, because we've been talking a lot about Dolphins football. We talked about last weekend's debacle against the Cincinnati Bengals. We also gave you current injury report as there is great news with Laramie Tunsil coming back, the left tackle. You also have Bobby McCain expected to play this Sunday. There's a lot to look forward to this Sunday. The keys to victory and that is run the ball you have to run the football give it to Kenyon Drake and Frank Gore and let them do their job also Ryan Tannehill Ryan Tannehill needs to have a better second half Ryan Tannehill needs to improve and in order to make some of the non- Believers, he needs to perform at a high level, especially that there are certain Dolphins fans giving up on Tannehill after his performance against the Cincinnati Bengals in the second half. Make sure to follow A. Simancas 305. That is A. Simancas 
305 for your latest Miami Dolphins football news, injury updates, and breaking news. Also, if you follow me on Twitter, I will make sure to follow you follow you back. This is yours truly, Andy Simancas, with Dolphins Talk on the Finsider Radio Network. Tune in next week as we break down the football game against the Chicago Bears and much more. Take care, and until next time. Miami has a Dolphin, the greatest football team. We drink the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. My name is Spencer Hall. My name is Jason Kirk. My name is Ryan Nanny. And when we combine, we form the, the Shutdown, Shutdown Fullcast. I keep telling you, we're not Voltron. The Shutdown Fullcast is technically a college football podcast, but it's also a show about lawn care disasters, regional grocery stores we love, Tennessee Batman, homeowners associations. Bears and video games. I mean, there's also some actual football discussion, like about coaches having huge contracts or coaches making terrible decisions or coaches saying really stupid things. Or the NCAA saying really stupid things. Yeah, there's lots of stupid things in this big, dumb, beautiful sport. Sometimes we talk about football games. Allegedly. If you want to take college football exactly as seriously as it deserves to be taken, come find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts like this one. The Shutdown Fullcast. It's not Voltron.